In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Druggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and it's April 13th, and today is actually my dear husband Chris's birthday, and what I decided to do was something um, a little um, fun for my kids. What I decided to do was come to a local hotel. I w- I'm kind of um, combining business with personal um, fun. And what I decided to do was I wanted to come to Fox, the Inn at Fox Hollow and check it out because I'm possibly thinking about doing a conference, which I'll tell you a lot more about real soon. But I thought I'd um, come check out the Inn at Fox Hollow. And I have Vicki Kola Chico. Oh, I, I messed that up, Vicki, as much as I practiced this morning. Um, this is development and uh, marketing manager here, and I just wanted to give you guys a really great um, shout-out because you do so much regarding paying, paying it forward. So, Vicki, I thought if you could just tell us how the Scotto brothers um, pay it forward, number one. And number two, I decided to give you the opportunity to do the business tip of the week. So welcome to Paying It Forward, Becky. Well, thank you so much, Josephine. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for the warm introduction. Um, Yes, well, I work with the Scotto Brothers. (laughs) I am the business development Uh and marketing manager here at Scotto Brothers. The Inn at Fox Hollow is one of their properties. They also have the Fox Hollow Catering Facility, which is located adjacent to the Inn uh, in Woodbury, New York. Then they also have the uh, Chateau in Carl Place on Old Country Road. Um, so that that is the summary of their properties on Long Island. They also have the Hampton Inn in Princeton, New Jersey. Uh, the Scotter Brothers have been in the uh, hospitality industry on Long Island for over 40 years. So they they really pride themselves on their commitment to providing quality services to their customers and their guests. And uh, that's the business tip of the week is uh, reinvesting in your business so that you can continuously provide those quality services and goods to your customers. Um, the Scudder Brothers reinvest in their properties on an ongoing basis, uh, even when the economy is down. So they, uh, so they continue to provide these goods and services to their guests. And Yeah, Vicki, I think that's such an amazing tip because uh, when we were talking recently and you had said, you know, even though the economy is down and a lot of business owners don't have that much cash on hand, 
I love the fact that you had said it's so important um, to in, reinvest, to make sure that the quality of your product and your service is still top notch. And, you know, hats off to the Scotto brothers for seeing that. And I have to tell you, I'm here in the hotel now, and it is just absolutely gorgeous. Everything oh, is pristine, and everything looks brand new. So um, I think it's great. So. That's well, an excellent thank business you. tip. Thank you. And uh, the Inn at Fox Hollow is still uh, going through some changes. While it is a uh, beautiful property, in June they will be unveiling uh, some new furniture in the rooms with some new uh, modern-day amenities with um, some iPod uh, alarm clocks and Keurig coffee machines in the suites. And so it will be very exciting for us to unveil that. And the property next door has gone through an expansion recently, and they're unveiling their newest wedding venue, uh, next weekend, actually, the first wedding will be there. So uh, that's called a summerly at Fox oh. Hollow. It's very exciting for us. So keep posted on our website for what's new. There's always something happening. Again, the Scotter Brothers uh, continue to reinvest in their properties so that they can continue to provide the best goods and services to their customers and guests. Uh, paying okay, it forward. That's wonderful. Um, tell us about paying it forward with the Scotto Brothers. Sure. Well, uh, they're very uh, involved in their local community and giving back to those in need. Um, they're they make very, uh, charitable donations and they also host a lot of fundraising events at their catering facilities. Uh, most recently, they hosted a Toys for Tots drive at the Fox Hollow in Woodbury and they raised over uh, $500 and collected over 500 toys uh, for children in need, uh, local children in need. Uh, they hosted a fundraiser at uh, the Chateau and Carl Place for the Ronald McDonald House of Long Island. If you're not familiar with what they do over there, they're a home away from home for seriously ill children seeking medical uh, attention at area hospitals. So we do a lot of fundraising with the Ronald McDonald yeah. House of Long Island, and we raised over $7,000 for the house at a fundraiser last fall. And actually yeah. coming up this July, um, we are going to be hosting a fundraiser for the Firemen's, uh, I'm sorry, the Firefighters Museum and Education Center in uh, Garden City. They're going through um, an expansion project where they'll be installing a 9-11 exhibit and memorial. Um, and they're in need of around $75,000 to complete that project. So we're hosting a fundraiser this July uh, for that uh, exhibit and memorial. So that's very exciting for us. We're, we're um, glad to be able to help in, in, in our community and providing services to those in need. So. Well, thank you so much, Vicki. I, I appreciate you coming on air this morning, and I just thought, especially with um, Bring It Forward Day coming up in two weeks and knowing the background of the Scotto Brothers, I thought it was very appropriate to have you guys come on and share with everyone, the listeners here, about how, you know, you really are involved in the local communities. So thank you so much. Vicki, and please say a big thank you to the Scotto brothers for, I will. Paying, um, for paying it forward. Thanks, Vicki. Thank for you for the opportunity. Today. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, 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 and for our guest today, it is Shannon Wilburn. Shannon, are you here with us? Shannon? Hello, Shannon. Hello. <laughs> How are you, Shannon? I am doing really well. Thank you for having me, Josephine. Oh, uh, well, 
And I think you are just such an amazing person. I am so excited to have you on Paying It Forward today. I want my listeners to know that um, I've been talking up Spark and Hustle so much because I've been on such a high from that incredible event that Tori Johnson had put on a few weeks ago in New York. And Shannon, it was so, so nice to meet you at that event. And I admire you so much. Oh, um, that is so sweet. Well, likewise, Josephine, I think that your, your business and your product and all everything that you represent that is just amazing. So I too well, am on a, I'm on a high from Spark and Hustle after being involved in the first five, and I'm going to be going to the next three as well as a speaker. And um, it's just uh, it's been a huge opportunity for me and a blessing to meet so many awesome business owners like yourself. Oh, I, I have to tell you, Shannon, it's so funny because Twitter's on fire with Spark and Hustle. Yeah. And <laughs> we were all just tweeting each other, you know, talking about our business plans that, you know, wonderful Nell Merlino, you know, you know, I love Nell. She's been on our show and she's going to be on our show again. She's That's got awesome. such great, you know, business advice, but everybody's tweeting, did you do your one-page business plan yet? <laughs> you know, and did, so. and did you have your Sunday night meeting and <laughs> yeah, yeah they, I have I've implemented um, several of the different ideas that they um, you know have suggested along the way and um, it has it's truly been a blessing for my business to be involved with Spark and Hustle. Yeah, I can imagine. And Shannon, what exciting news that um, I had. I was watching Good Morning America. When was it? Was it last week? Or it was a couple, a couple of weeks ago. it was ago. two weeks already. Yep. Everything's like blending for me. <laughs> and there I look up, and it's just between friends, <laughs> and Tori's there, and mother calls me, and my mother's like, you won't be And I was laughing with my mom. So, Shannon, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I thought it was great. Yes. Now, this is the second time, thankfully, again, a huge blessing that we've been on Good Morning America. And, you know, Tori is all about saving her viewers money. And so that's what this segment was about. Um, Our business, Just Between Friends, is a twice-yearly children's and maternity consignment sales event. And and just for for your listeners, it is something that happens just twice a year. So we don't have a storefront. So our franchisees rent out facilities in their local community, and they basically have an event, a consignment event, for children's and maternity clothes, toys, and baby equipment. And the consigners make six the consigners make 65 to 70 percent and the seller i mean the um, shoppers save 50 to 90 percent and so tori is all about showcasing showcasing ideas that save her viewers money and so what she did was she came to our event and we had three moms that were shopping and and tori and abc gave them um good morning america gave them 50 dollars each and they were to go out and find you know what they were looking for and they each came back with their purchases that they were going to use that $50 on. And then we were able to look up the retail prices for those items. So one of our shoppers bought a stroller. And the stroller... Um, I thought she was going to win, Shannon. I really <laughs> thought she was going to win because, you know, those jogging strollers cost so much money. I paid yep. hundreds for my jogging yep. stroller. Well, this one was a, it wasn't a high-end one. It. 
Yeah, thankfully but, I used it. But truthfully, yeah. when my kids got older and they're not too big for the stroller, I take good care of my stuff. That thing looked brand new. Yeah, and, it did. Um, <laughs> it, you know, if you don't have somebody to, to give it to, it just makes so much sense to, to do what you're doing. And I am just so impressed with well, how you you've come up with this. Well, I wasn't aware that it was just a two-day thing. But, Shannon, I'm, I'm going a little backwards in my okay. interview, which I normally don't do. Okay. Um, but we're going to come up with a break really soon here. So okay. um, what I'm going to do is I, I want to go back a little and find out a little bit about who Shannon Wilburn is. Okay. You got started in Just Between Friends. Okay. What kind of background did you have? Did you have any kind of business background that would have <laughs> um, gotten you to where you are? Because Shannon was so blown away when I heard that dollar amount, what you're doing in sales. And I just said, my gosh, she is a genius. Oh, and well. she I also just want to add in real quick um, that my listeners need to know Shannon never, ever has a bad hair day. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> because we were all at that spork and hustle, and it was pouring, raining, and we all had bad hair days, but not Shannon. She looked yes, as gorgeous as she does on the TogiNet website. This <laughs> so anyway, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to learn so much more about franchising when we come back. So thanks, everybody. We'll be back shortly. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence, and more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guest teaches how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time with author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I am absolutely thrilled to have Shannon Wilburn as our guest on Paying It Forward today. So, Shannon, I'm sorry. I made you go backwards today. That's I usually fine. start with, with your background. So, Shannon, tell my, tell my listeners, um, tell me a little bit about your background. Did you okay. ever think you were going to be an entrepreneur? Um, no. <laughs> Um, I um, I have a degree in elementary education, actually, and um, my business was born out of need. I had um, my uh, my husband is a local minister, and we were living on a budget, and we had two young children. I had a one year old and a two year old. This is back in 1997, and um, I, it was just natural growing up on a budget with my own family. And when I got married and had children that we needed to live on a budget um, as well. And I shopped consignment growing up in high school, and whenever I had kids, I shopped consignment for them. And, uh, no, I don't have a degree in business. I don't have an MBA. No. I um, I do. That's actually well, one of my I lessons know. learned is that uh, I've definitely learned to surround myself with smart people, and uh-huh. they have helped me. Uh, and help just between friends get to where it is today. So um, I think that's awesome about entrepreneurs is that, you know, a degree is not necessarily something that you have to have as long as you have the vision and the know-how and you can execute on your vision. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, Shannon. I mean, my pa- I was one of 11 kids, if you can imagine, growing up. And the wow. that my parents really, really kind of instilled within us is that they really wanted us to, to have our education. So we have all gone up the ranks. And I, I got my degree, and I got my master's degree. But honest to God, I am saying, Shannon, as far as being a business owner and having those degrees, maybe it helps just a little. Right. Fine. But I have to tell you, it is the hard knocks lessons that I learned by actually doing what I'm doing in my business. That's how I really, really learned. And, you know, my mentor, Larry, tells me all the time, when I when I've made a mistake and it cost me thousands of dollars and I banged my head up against the wall, he always turns to me and he says, Josephine, that's your education. Yes. So <laughs> you know somebody might not have, you know, that fine degree. Every single time you learn something from your business and you don't repeat that lesson, you've learned from it and move forward, that's your education. So I completely I- agree. I, I I know though that some people, you know, that do have their MBA and do have that major, you know, that business degree to back up their business. There are so many. They start out with a head start. I do believe uh, because really, Shannon. I do. I do think that having that knowledge base is key. I'm not sure that it's necessary, but I think that you know, y- you either have to have. You have to get the knowledge somewhere. So whether it's yeah. from a business mentor like you or a degree for someone else, um, we yeah. all just can't go through our lives and, and running a business blindly or else it won't work. So, yeah, yeah. Well, either way. Right. I think there's probably some pros, and I probably don't give myself 
the credit due sometimes, but when I sit down and have to read my financials or I, my poor listeners know because I whine and complain about this so much, Shannon, that I am helping my husband with his business work and it's torture to me. I, I hired an accountant to help me with this paperwork for yes. my business. Because not that I don't know it, I actually am very, very good at it. I yeah. was in accounting by accident, and I decided i got to get out of this. I am not an accountant because I need to be around people. I'm an outgoing person. Right. I need interaction. So that's when I went back to school for my MBA yeah. is marketing and sales just to get out of accountant accounting, and what am I doing, Shannon, every single day? I'm doing paperwork for my husband. But the, the truth of the matter is, you know, maybe it is that background that I have that, you know, gets you forward. So, okay. But let's just reiterate what you said because I think it's so important. to surround yourself by really, really smart people. Right. And you know, you know I, something that surround yourself with smart people is kind of my mantra uh, because I know that I don't have all of the skills that it takes to run the business, but I do know how to surround myself with smart people and engage them in my business. Therefore, we're all working towards the same goal. I actually have a business partner um, in Just Between Friends, and um, her strengths lie in the execution and the details and the contracts, um, oh, wow. and, but she wouldn't be caught dead having a vision for the, you know, the a long-term goals or um, anything yeah. like that. So it's, it's, um, it's great that we have each other to rely on. Uh, you know, my strengths are in marketing, and mm-hmm. um, and she, of course, doesn't want anything to do with that. So, so she's one of the people that I surround myself with. But I, we also, I have a mastermind group that um, really gives me good advice where where I have weaknesses, um, and then we have an executive team for our company that um, we go to. Um, How did you come up with your executive team, Shannon? Well, you know, again, this would probably have been something to learn about in school, but I, we just asked some some people that were already serving in that manner already. You know, those, they were the go-to people on certain issues, and so we just decided to pull um, pull them together, and we meet with them on a regular basis and have conference calls with them on a regular basis to help us determine the future for Just Between Friends and in many aspects. So if we're making a big decision, we take it to them and kind of share what we think should happen and then get their advice before moving forward. Because not only now Just Between Friends, um, since we're a franchise company now, um, when we when Devin and I make a decision, uh, we have to make a decision that will stand the test of time, that will be fair and equitable, hopefully, and that will, um, you know, be, we call it the survival of the mothership. So if the mothership, the franchise or corporate is not thriving, then right. it's hard for the rest of the family, the franchisees, to thrive. So we just always like to keep an eye on that, and we need extra help doing that. So that's why we, you know, we have an attorney, we've got a CPA, we've got right. someone who's great with event planning and marketing, we've got a great graphic artist. I mean, we just have a, a great group of people who succeed in their own business and in their own strengths. So we just kept right. on that. Yeah. Oh, Shannon, I love that idea. Now, are they all subcontractors? Uh, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. So it's just you and your partner that run just between friends, and you hire all of these subcontractors. Right, and we do have six employees yeah. as well. 
You do? Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yes. So we have, oh. um, you know, we have a director of finance because accounting is not my strong suit. <laughs> Maybe I need you, <laughs> Josephine. Instructor, <laughs> instructor, I'm good at it, Shannon, and I don't stop until I get balanced to the penny. But instructor, I hate it. So that, that would drive me crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, oh, my goodness. You have the accountant. So you have six employees. I didn't realize that. So do you guys have an office and everything? Are they all local? or They're all local. Um, our wow. business is based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and so they are locally uh, here, but we do not have an office. Or I guess I should say we do have an office. It's called my upstairs bedroom, and <laughs> um, yeah. but we all have virtual offices. So, you know, I work out of uh, my house. My business partner works out of her house, and uh, we don't, in in our particular uh, concept, we don't have to have a storefront, and um, so there's really not a need. We we use, um, you know, local bakery sometimes to have meetings, um, and, and, and sometimes we use my upstairs living room to have our conference calls or our meetings, so. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's I mean, years ago, you know, when I was talking to somebody and she said, oh, no, we're scattered throughout the United States and we have, you know, as far as our employees go, and we have conference calls and it just baffled. I, I don't know. I'm one of those people that I'm a very visual person. I have to sit around that table with everybody. I have to see the pen and the pad and I'm very old fashioned when it comes <laughs> to that. But you know what? Times have changed so much that it just is not necessary, and people can be more productive sometimes just being in their own environment without distractions. And it's all about productivity, and whatever works is great. Right, and this has seemed to work very well for our employees. Um, you know, they send in their time and effort every month, and we review. And um, because since they are working from home, uh, we have that we have part-time staff. And but they're moms, and so they can right. work their hours around their kids' schedules. So it's really a win-win for us um, because we don't have to pay out money to have an office. So um, you know, I I just think that's just one of those ways you can watch your overhead because in this day and time, there are lots of businesses out there that you don't have to have um, an office. So. Yeah, I think it's great. But I love those two little words that you just um, came up with, time and effort. Yes. I think that's great. It's not a time clock. <laughs> right. It's time and effort, so they're accountable for whatever they're submitting in. Right, exactly. <laughs> love it. I love it. I think that's really, really great. So, okay, Shannon, let's talk about this now. So what made you come up with the idea for Just Between Friends? Well, um, like I told you earlier, I, w- I grew up on a budget. And right. um, just I was a stay-at-home mom in 1997, had a one-year-old and a two-year-old, and uh, needed to... I remember you went through this voluntary story. What I was trying to say was that... How did you find your your friend, your business partner? Oh, my business so, Were you guys just talking one day and yes. saying, okay, <laughs> all moms, we're always trying to do the best for our kids and give them the best that they that we can provide for them. Yes. And were you guys just like at lunch one day as No, um, Devin, Devin is my business partner. We knew each other from church, actually. So we were both in a young mom's group at church. Oh, and he okay. was the biggest bargain hunter that I knew. And so when this idea came to me from my mom, actually, um, huh. 
I went to her because I was like, you know, this sounds like a good idea. I'm just not 100% sure that it'll fly in Tulsa. And so I went to Devin and I said, what do you think about this idea? And she said, sounds great. Can I do it with you? And really that was uh, how our partnership really? was formed. And amazing because every mom out there knows that there's such good quality stuff, even though it's just a, it's been a little used. Right, so, right. Um, I can't wait to hear more of that just between friends, but we're going to take another quick break. This is going too fast, Shannon. Okay, I, I know. <laughs> we're halfway through our show already, but we'll be right back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine, and we have Shannon with us today. And um, Shannon, before the break, we were talking about how you um, were out with your friend, and all of a sudden became a business partner to yes. you. And I um, wouldn't suggest I wouldn't suggest that for most people. That's how <laughs> I don't know that that's how you should really get a business partner, but it has worked for us. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you have to really, really make sure that the person you're going to go into business with, it's almost like a marriage, isn't it? Yes. yes. I, I, in fact, when we interview franchisees and there um, are applicants that are looking to purchase a franchise, we talk to them about if they are thinking about having a partner and give them um, our 
unsolicited advice often about having a partner, and um, we tell them that that's the, the exact analogy we use is that it's like a marriage, and we tell them, you know, you need to write out your expectations. You need to, you know, t- ask every question, just like in a marriage, like you would get to know each other for a long period of time. We also tell them don't do it with your best friend because at some point, um your partnership will break up at some point, either through death or disillusionment or divorce or, you know, something, something will happen. And, and, you know, if I, I often say, if you want to keep your best friend, your best friend, don't have them be your partner <laughs> because you're going yeah, to disagree. I, I think that's great, great advice. Well, it's so funny, even with Oprah and Gail, yes. you know, Oprah, I remember reading a quote from her once and she had to, Gently remind Gail that the reason why Oprah is the one on the cover of her magazine is because it's called Oprah. (laughs) I I thought it was so funny the way she had put that. You know, maybe Gail wanted to be on that cover, too, but Oprah was like, and the name of the magazine is Oprah. (laughs) Um, That's hysterical. That's gently put, but that's an example of two that actually did do it, and um, we all get a kick out of them. But, all right, so back to just between friends. So, Shannon, tell me, I'm a mom that just had, but the scenario here is I, I had one child, my first child. I need lots of things. What would happen if I came to an event at Just Between Friends? What what does it look like? Very good question. Very good question. So our shoppers come into a large facility, typically a fairgrounds or a convention center or possibly a hotel ballroom, and the franchisee's job is to set up the event like a store. So we have racks, we have tables, we have signage, um, and everything is organized. So it's like going into a department store, if you will. All of the boy size three T are together. All of the bicycles are together. All of the um, crib toys are together. And so it's very easy to shop because you have all of the the different areas. So you just go to the sections where you have a need. So if you have a an infant, you might go to the maternity items table um, and find everything you need for maternity. And these are gently used items that other families in the community are selling. And they are each assigned a consigner number. So that's how we keep track of everything and why say okay so every item gets a consigner now how does the stuff get there shannon the consigners bring it a couple of days before the event so it's that we call those drop-offs um, okay. drop-off day. So our franchisees are really just, they're, they're an event planner, basically. They're in, they're in charge of getting the consigners and getting the shoppers there and then getting the consigners paid after the event is over. And something else about our franchise is that we partner all of our franchisees. We have 110 franchises in 22 states now. We partner wow. with um, local nonprofits. So a local charity. Um, at the end of the event, the consigner has the opportunity to donate their unsold items, or they can come and pick them up. So if you if you were one of our consigners, you would be making sixty five to seventy percent on whatever you're selling. And if if some of your items didn't sell, you could say, you know what, Shannon, I want you to just donate that to that charity. Or you could say, oh, you know, I, I would rather give that to some friends. So I'm going to come pick that up. Um, but that's that's one of the the great things about our business is that we do have that charity. That angle. sounds great. Yeah. Now, Shannon, who is selling this stuff? Um, really, anyone who has items that are children 
related or child related. So we, okay, we say another, our, mm-hmm. okay. go ahead. In other words, Shannon, what happens is if I had baby items or maternity stuff, I would go to the convention center and I would set up or No, you don't have to stay. You don't have to stay. What you do is you would go to our website, jbfsale.com. That stands for Just Uh Between Friends Sale, jbfsale.com. You would find your local Just Between Friends and sign up, and you would be assigned a consigner number. You would then take that consigner number and go to our tagging site, My JBF Tags. You would gather all your children's items that you wanted to sell, you know, right next to your computer or whatever, and you do your tags on your computer. You print them out on cardstock and affix them to your items. And then a day or two before the event opens, you bring those items to the event and the clothing and maternity items and shoes and car seats are inspected and everything else is not inspected. It just goes on the floor by sign. So like all the games are together, all the DVDs are together, all the strollers are together, all the uh, maternity clothes are together and whatnot. Um, And you just place it out on the floor and then you're free to go. And then the franchisee runs the event with the help of volunteers. Now, I'm sure you're probably wondering, why would someone volunteer for that? Well, at all of our events, the volunteers, if they're consigning as well, they get an extra 5%. So if you were consigning, Josephine, you would make 65%. But if you volunteered, you would make 70% on your items. So if you were selling a dress of your daughter's for $10, you would make $7 on that. And so it adds up really quickly. Um, And so our volunteers get to shop early as well. So they they get to shop before the public. So that's really the draw. um, And that's how we, you know, garner the the volunteers to run our events. I have honestly, honestly never, like I'm sitting here with goosebumps on my arms. I've never heard of a company in my entire life that has created such a win-win situation for every single person involved, as well as providing to charity on top of that. Yeah, I'm smiling from ear to ear because that's, I, I tell people I have the best job. And and when we're selling franchises, I mean, I don't understand why someone wouldn't want to buy a Just Between Friends, Friends franchise because I it is a win-win. It's a win-win for the franchisee. It's a win-win for the consigner because they're making money on their children's and maternity items and they're cleaning out, so they're also recycling. So it has right. a green aspect to it. Um, our volunteers are getting to shop early. Um, and they're getting awesome boutique items at a fraction of the retail, and our shoppers too. Um, and then our charity wins in the end. And so you're right; it it it's a huge win win win. And um, I don't I tell I our franchisees it. when we're when we're training them, I say if you can't tell people about your business, you shouldn't be in it because th- there's nothing you should not be embarrassed to say, tell anyone about this business because why would you not? Why would you not want to tell them oh, because it's, it's going to help them? So. I think it's just amazing. But, uh, Shannon, I think I need to be your first New York one. Do you have one? <laughs> we don't have one yet, but we are registered in the state of New York. Something about our concept that is difficult for New York, especially our East Coast, is that you guys are so landlocked. 
and um, the price of venues sometimes can be cost prohibitive for our franchisees. So that's something that we really want um, anyone looking at a franchise is make sure that you have a venue uh, within your territory, and that's something we can definitely talk about. I would be happy to sell you a franchise, Josephine, <laughs> and New York is on our list, but I think, you know, when I was there for Spark and Hustle, people were saying, well, you need to do one in Westchester. So I'm not familiar with Westchester, but that was some, something that came up over and over again when I was there. That's so funny. So Westchester, yeah, is pretty, it's close, but I'll take Long Island, Jen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think it's just such a brilliant, brilliant idea. And, um, you know, from Spark and Hustle, I loved the gal that got up and she talked about the charity. Um, yes. The top. Save the tacos? Was it Save the Tacos, that one? Yeah, that's Jula Fitzky. Yes. Yeah, I thought she did a great job, and she's got my wheels turning as well, that it's just so important to pay it forward and, you know, to give to charity and to help the community as much as you possibly can. Well, and that's kind of a a side benefit that our franchisees get is that they get that feel-good feeling and our consigners as well because it's actually our consigners who are doing the donating we are just the conduit of which this happens and um so i i always i love to tell people that we have the most generous consigners anywhere um probably you know at the end of the event you may have you know 30 percent of your merchandise left and half of that gets donated and so many of our 501c3s across the country that get our items. This is the lifeblood of their business because it's good merchandise. It's not, it's been inspected, so it's not something with holes or stains or rips or tears. It's good merchandise. So they know when they receive that in whatever, you know, charity they are, if it's a mom and child related business, they can then in turn bless someone else. So it, it really does pay it forward over and over again. Yeah, I I just love the entire concept, and it's just the idea that you really are helping someone, especially those who might be less fortunate, who can't afford to go out and buy that, you know, that expensive stroller, that they're able to buy it at a fraction of the cost. I, I don't know. I personally would feel great about that, you know. Well- it is, and I wish every I wish every uh, person could work one of our registers because it is it's eye opening, and I'm not sure what the demographics of your listeners are, um, but a lot of them are mom entrepreneurs, and okay. a lot of them are on a budget and are working on a shoestring. I mean, that's that's just reality nowadays, especially with the recession. Right, right. I, I just some of the people who come through. Um, through a Just Between Friends event, you'll have, we have someone in the Tulsa business, so we started the Tulsa business, and and then we franchised that business, so that was years ago, but one of our consigners is um, a heart surgeon's wife, so, you know, I have to think that they're not really needing to be on a budget, but she believes that she needs to recycle and that she needs to watch her pennies, even being a heart surgeon's wife. So we have that type of shopper, but then we also have, you know, the the teenage mom that comes and she has, you know, $12 to clothe her newborn on. And and the money goes so much further at our event. And it just, I'm, I'm getting teary just talking about it, just watching some of the people who come through the line and they have, you know, 
five outfits that total $15 and they have to put stuff back because they only have $10 to spend or I don't know. It just, it's a, think about how many people you're helping Shannon. I I, I think you are an amazing woman and (laughs) I'm just so proud to have you on paying it forward. But, um, we're at another break. When okay. we come back, I can't wait to hear what made you franchise. Okay. Yes, I think it's great. So we'll be back shortly. Thanks so much. Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Don't wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the Cody Man Keith and he's number one. Now you might think Juan's youth was sad because right. he had a death kill mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the Juan's never struggled to communicate. Ha. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the Cody Man Keith and he's number one. It's That Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central. Every week, That Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wan and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWANN.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number number one, Keith's number one. Everybody back don't miss that keith wine show wednesday nights at 8 7 central 7 central on toginet.com mark lipinski is coming to toginet it's creative mojo with mark lipinski a live two-hour show wednesday afternoon starting at 3 2 central on toginet.com Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Levinsky. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. I have to say I am just thrilled to have um, Shannon Wilburn from Just Between Friends on um, Paying It Forward this week. Shannon, before we get started, I would love for you to give my listeners a way to get in touch with you. Okay. Well, the best way to do that is going to be on the website. That would be JBF, as in Frank, sale, S-A-L-E dot com. And that stands for Just Between Friends. You can Google Just Between Friends Consignment and you'll find our website there. We also have a Facebook page, which would be Facebook slash JBF sale. Um, Then I also have uh, Twitter, which is uh, my Twitter handle is just my name, Shannon Wilburn, S-H-A-N-N-O-N. W-I-L-B-U-R-N, um, and then you can also follow our Twitter, um, our business Twitter, uh, JBF Franchise, so that's a double F in the middle. That's perfect. Okay, wonderful. 
So before break, Shannon, we were talking about the fact that I just think your business is a win-win for everyone involved. Um, but I'm just curious. So when was your very first event? Well, uh, our very very first event was in 1997, and that was in my living room, and we used the kitchen drawers as oh. cash drawers, and we sold $2,000 of merchandise. And, Josephine, at that point, we did not know that we were going to franchise. We didn't know that we were even going to have another event. I mean, it was just a, it was a, an event born out of need. We just wanted to be able to shop our friends' clothes and be able to make a little bit of extra money. But the the um, shoppers and the consigners asked us when the next event was going to be. So we um, we continued to have events. We went to a three-car garage, then we went to a church gymnasium, and then we went to the Tulsa Fairgrounds. And it continued to grow in size, grow in gross sales, grow in consigners, just growth everywhere. And it was succeeding, and people were seeing it. And I, I don't know how many times I heard the, the phrase, I wish I would have thought of this. <laughs> And we had so funny, right? We had so many people asking us, you know, can can you help us do this in our community? Can you help us? And so not having a business background, we helped uh ten people get started in their area. Uh we let them piggyback on our website, we let them use our name, and so we did a lot of stuff wrong. Um oh, that's why okay. yeah, a lot of stuff. But all of that is corrected now. We decided um since we were helping so many people get started and answering the same questions over and over again, we thought, well, I guess we have something that works. This this concept is something that's profitable not only in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but in Florida and in California. Those were where we had helped people get started. And so we decided to franchise in 2003. We took that leap of faith and visited with the franchise attorney and, you know, talked to those business mentors that we've talked about. And um, we decided to do it, and we started selling franchises in 2004. Um, So to date, we have 110 franchises in 22 states, and our franchisees gross sales combines are our company's grossing over $15 million, uh, or we did in in 2000. That blows me away. I know. Seven, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Was that 2007, Shannon? That was, well, we franchised in 2004, and and we... Our gross sales for 2010 were over 15 million, and we're hoping to do um, 20 million this year. Oh my gosh, Shannon! That, <laughs> I know that's amazing. <laughs> you know, moms who wanted to, you know, you know what's even more amazing, okay. Josephine, is that think of that number, 15 million. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to do the math here, but if you think that 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 number represents all of those communities and that amount of money. 65 to 70% of that is going back into the into the hands of the consigners that are in those communities. So what is that? You know, 10 10 to 12 million dollars going back into the hands of the people, the families in the community where just between friends is represented. So that's what gives me goosebumps is that those are getting to bless so many people um with this business. It's just such a it's such a good feeling. I think of the movie Paying It Forward and leaving the movie theater for the first time and feeling like so happy that wow, it's it was just a good feeling. Yeah. And I have the same feeling interviewing you on my radio show. <laughs> I I just love the idea and you're helping so many people. So Shannon, we're we're coming to the end of my show here and I'm not 
happy about that. <laughs> but um, I know that you have five wonderful business tips that you'd like to share with my listeners. So I do, and um, these are these are things that have helped me in my business. And I'm not going to get to go into great detail on them. I mean, I could talk just about these tips for another 45 minutes to an hour. So, but really. Um, <laughs> Since our business is a budget-based business, that's why Just Between Friends was born because we're, I was on a budget, my girlfriend was on a budget, and, you know, um, we were having to watch our overhead. And so um, that's probably my first tip is to look for any way to minimize your costs. If you're um, an entrepreneur, uh, there's lots of ways to do that, and I can share that at some point. But um, so that would be my first tip to look for ways to minimize overhead. You know, uh, Jensen, I just want to add something to that because I'm in the midst of actually doing that now. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> so if you really sit down and go through your bills, it should be at a minimum every four weeks, every month, once a month. You should really sit down. It doesn't matter how many people you have working for your business. I'll tell you, I dated this guy who was a very, very, very successful businessman. And he actually did this every two weeks. It was every Thursday from 7 o'clock at night till 8.30 at night. It was an hour and a half. He had his team of people come in. It was the head, his bookkeeper his accountant, and even his attorney was there because, you know, they were talking big numbers. But they would sit down for an hour and a half every other week, um, so twice a month, and they would pay bills, but they would scrutinize every single bill that came in. Wow, that that you is know, um, taking it to the next level. I don't do that. but <laughs> that, And at the time, I was like, I don't know why they have to be so, you know, why they're so into it. But I really do think that has something to do with his success. It's because not a, not one dollar slipped through their fingers. You know, and, um, you heard you heard Marley Modjker speak at um, at Spark and Hustle, and she has been someone who is now, um, you know, on speed dial for me. She is just someone who uh, her book. But are you making any money? Is a great. Um, it's a great book, especially if you're trying to watch overhead. Because I think as entrepreneurs, lots of times we don't value ourselves, so we don't put a dollar figure figure on our time, and we should because that goes to the bottom line. Because you know, I don't want to work for free. I, you know, as much as lots of us as entrepreneurs do that from time to time, it's probably not um, our goal to work for free. And um, so she has a great formula of really looking at your expenses and looking at the cost of goods sold and your overhead and your time and trying to to figure out. Are you making any money? And so I would definitely recommend. I wasn't didn't have that in the plan to recommend, but it's been something that um, yeah. has, has helped so me. Important. And Shannon, like I'm so embarrassed to say this, but I had a charge coming through on my credit card, and it wasn't a large amount of money. I, I think it was forty nine ninety nine every yeah. month it was coming through. But I thought this was something that my accountant had approved. It had something to do with the accounting system that we were working on, and I thought, well, she knows what she's doing. Well, can I just tell you, Shannon, this bill came through for six months. 
it's over $300. And finally, I had said to the to my, my accountant, I said, you know, just to let you know, I'm not so sure if we really need whatever this is. She looked at me, she said, Josephine, I never approved that bill. It's $300 coming on my credit card, and I feel like a complete idiot. I was paying it. Finally, I called them up, and they said, I have unauthorized charges on my bill. I think that all of us can definitely relate, and I'm not even going to tell you my most embarrassing story because, you know, (laughs) and I'm going to, I'm going to say that because I know we don't have time for me to tell it because it's a long story, but I, I am, uh, yeah, I think we all can relate because I think probably as business owners, there are times that we make stupid decisions and stupid mistakes and we go back and we're like, oh my gosh. But again, it's back to that failure, uh, breeds success. You have to have those those eye-opening moments like that to be able to learn from them and move on and do better next time. You're so right. Okay, Shannon, we have like just under three minutes, so we're okay. going to go with your two, three, four, and five. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm just going to – I'm going to talk about um, – I had, you know, my next tip was, you know, watch your cash. Uh, as okay. entrepreneurs, um, we are, our cash is like oxygen, okay? So if we don't have it, we die. And so okay. really watching that cash, and that goes back to minimizing the overhead and watching the overhead. So those two kind of go hand in hand. Uh, my next tip is to create raving fans. And um, I, I use I use this a lot with my franchisees because um, because our margins are not huge. And so we don't have huge marketing budgets. We don't have, you know, all of this money to go out and, um, you know, buy print advertising or buy radio and TV. Uh, but you know what? We don't need it. If we do a good job and we listen to our customers and we give great customer service um, and we create relationships, social media is one of those things that – I um I love. I'm yeah. all about creating relationships. So um you know, use social media media to leverage your brand um, and create those raving fans. And then when you do have those raving fans, those people that are touting your business without you even asking them, when you do have those raving fans, get them to give you referrals. You know, do a video testimonial. Let other people see your praises, and and that's free. It's totally free. I and I think we all know this as entrepreneurs, but and I tell our franchisees, if you um, you know, if someone comes to you with a problem and you aren't able to, uh, or you ignore it, or you're not responsive, or you're, they're going to go tell twelve friends. Okay, so that they had a bad experience and they want people to know about it, or they might tell more on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you know, but if sure. you uh, do a good job, and uh, they'll tell one person. So that's why I totally believe in giving great customer service. And when you do have those raving fans, utilize them uh, because yeah. they're already they're already sold on you. They're already sold on your business. So don't let that just sit there you're, idly. You're so right, Shannon. But I have to tell you, we're just wrapping up our show. I want you to know, Shannon Wilburn from Just Between Friends, yes. that you have one of the biggest fans here in New York. <laughs> Josephine from Paying It Forward. Shannon, you were amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're so welcome, and thanks for paying it forward, Shannon. Have a great week, everyone, and I'll see you next week. For being a part of Paying It Forward with
This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments 